Welcome to Life's a Draft, the podcast where the topics are wide open and always on fire. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 8 of Life's a Draft. On this podcast, we pick topics and draft our top choices. Fans and listeners vote to determine the winners after each episode. Please follow the podcast on Instagram, at Life's a Draft. You can also search for the Life's a Draft Facebook page or go to our website to vote. The website is in the podcast description. On this episode, we will answer some more listener questions and, of course, draft a new topic. Before we get drafting, let me introduce who's with me here tonight. Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio need to be fired ASAP. It's exhausting being a Washington fan. Oh, and World War III is about to happen, so there's that. Bomar is here. Yeah, man, I'm just I, I can't even I can't even talk about the the commanders, the Washington commanders. It's just that bad. He's been questioning his allegiance to Dunkin' Donuts Coffee. His football team lost consecutive games for the first time in years. His basketball team had a players only meeting after the first game of the year. But Halloween is next week, and if he knocks on your door and says trick or treat, you better not judge him. He's really just a ten year old in a Michael Myers costume. Shine is here. Yes. Give me my candy. Bubblegum and taffy. It's all about the orange wrappers. <clears throat> <laughs> He's amazed at just how many jelly beans the Jelly Belly Company can fit into one of those little 12-ounce cylinders. He seems to have a handful each day, and it's still half full. Jelly Belly jelly beans are the best jelly beans hands down. Cat is here. Guys, it's not even close. I haven't had Jelly Bellies in a long time, and they're just amazing. The only jelly bean on the market that can compete, and they're a distant second, are the Starburst jelly beans. All other jelly beans that look up to Jelly Belly and want to be it. Each flavor is amazing. <laughs> Putting new combinations together each time is awesome. Uh, just let's go, Jelly Belly. Better than Starburst jelly bean? Oh no! I saw your face, Rob. Bro, oh no, boy! They got the they got the variety. The the jelly bean Uh, game over there. I might have to. I might dabble this weekend, Jake. I'm telling you, man. The Croce brothers looked at me like I had something grown out of my forehead. And then, of course, what are we doing on the ride back? I'm handing them out jelly beans, and we're like, "Oh, what flavor is this? What flavor?" I mean, it, it was just. I made true believers. We weren't hating on the jelly beans, to be fair. We were hating on the price hating point the price. for the amount yeah. that you got. <laughs> but it's a juicy pair, though. That juicy uh, pair. But apparently, for seven ninety nine, twelve ounces of Jelly Belly jelly beans, it, it's infamous. It's, it's unbelievable. It's still half full. I, I, and Amy's even started <laughs> taking a handful for that. Like it's like, what's going on here? You got that. Not magic. a fan of the cinnamon or chocolate for me. Chocolate yeah. pudding or cinnamon. Yeah. The cappuccino. Ooh. He watched the Phillies and the Dolphins lose, took his first L in fantasy to shine, and hoping he doesn't take another L with the color draft. Catman is here. If I had to describe my week with one of my colors that I picked, I'd say it's a nice wolf gray. Because <laughs> this wasn't good for me across the board, sports-wise. You know, hopefully, I think the Bucks will come through for me tonight, game time, but rough week. Rough week. I'm hoping it's not a rough week with the color draft. <laughs> but you know what? Bring it on. Let's go. The past two weeks have been a blur. Very busy. Little sleep. And he's dragging a bit. Burgo is here. Yeah, I got nothing. I got no Dukes. And I'm your host, Eric. 
I am genuinely bummed about the Phillies game seven loss. However, did anyone see your boy rocking some life's a draft swag on AEW Dynamite <laughs> last night? America <laughs> did. And we're about to take the world by storm. Let's go. Woo. Ric Flair, special appearance. Yes. Uh, dude, you, you, you were there. I was watching like the uh, highlights. I was like, oh, man. Sting and Tony Schiavone and everybody. Man, it was unreal to see Flair come out there, man. That, that was a real emotional moment, man. He looked like a corpse. And he walked <laughs> like a corpse. Like, to get down the ring steps was a struggle. But he's a nature boy. Bro, the nature boy, man. Like, who? A normal man would have been dead 40 years ago. But not the nature boy. <laughs> no, no. Maybe yeah. even earlier. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if you want to help promote us, you can get some license draft merchandise on tpublic.com. They have all sorts of goods with our logo. Check for the link on our Facebook page, website, and the top of the voting page. T Public often has sales, so wait for one and save some money. Help support the podcast and get some Life's a Draft swag today. With that being said, here are the results of the best colors draft. I will say that the battle for second through <laughs> sixth was pretty tight the whole time. First place was kind of a runaway. Um, who knows why, but sixth place. Here we go. Comments include, once you go black, you never go back. <laughs> and <laughs> you can very often find me wearing black, gold, red, and emerald. And you usually can find my boyfriend wearing teal. Shine's team, the palette powerhouse, 8.8% .8 of the votes. Uh, 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 whatever. I mean, when you whatever. saw them all lined up together. It was, <laughs> that is not how they voted, though, is it? No, no, no. But when I showed that to a coworker, they're like, oh, I like that one. I was like, really? I mean, I didn't say that in my head. I'm like, that one? <laughs> I hate this season. God. You hate the what? This whole season. First pick is your chance to turn around. A lot of lot of worse to first this season. Whatever. People. Fifth place. Comments include blue skies are super pretty and white reminds me of cotton candy because of clouds. Look are you freaking face kidding right me? Bomar's team. Colors galore. 11.3% of the votes. I will say everybody I had vote, they did not vote for my team. Oh, but boy. you know what? This is I think this is my worst finish this season. So I'll take it. I'll take it. Not last, Rob. Not last. <laughs> and fourth place. Comments include, I decided before I even looked that if Burnt Sienna was on a team, I'd vote for it. And for some reason, all these names just sound appealing to me, like a smoked old-fashioned. It just feels like you're getting more from it. JCAD's team, color me bad, 12.5% of the votes. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Podium finish, boys. We're on the podium. In third place. Comments include, my wife picked it, and the cotton candy, pink, and lavender sold me. Birdo's team, spectrum of ravioli, 15% of the votes. <laughs> I wanted to act like I cared about the podium, but I definitely wanted to win. Uh. <laughs> and in second place, with one more vote, comments include, overall variety is great value, and let's go O's. Orange wins hands down. And bonus points because it's Halloween time. Side note, when in the flying Fuddruckers did manatee become an official color? Grab a box of crayons 
Take a web quest through Google. Swipe a color sample from Lowe's. <laughs> I bet you anything, you will have to a more official color name than Manatee. Catman's team, Technicolor Dreamcoat, 16.2% of the votes. You know, when you uh, say with one more vote, it's like a like a knife in your side and you just <laughs> twisted it. Like, ah, third place. With one more vote in second place. The, the real question is... <laughs> Doesn't matter did, if you did Eric, win. Did Eric did Eric get someone to vote for him? <laughs> no, I didn't ask. I didn't ask any kids either. I just winning's winning out normally. It's true, Catman. It's true. Margin of victory is not important, but I'd like to let you all know. And in first place, with thirty six point three percent of the votes, I I don't know why, but great colors that go with anything. And this was a great team, especially with that Carolina blue. That, that, you know why? You know Crayola why? Creations. Hey, worst to first. That's what. That's what. That's what you I, get. It for. I will say, I had Emmy vote, and Emmy voted for your team. She's like, "What's Carolina blue?" I'm like, "It's like baby blue, honey." She goes, "I want that team." I'm like, <laughs> "Got it, nailed it." Okay, Those were the results of the colors draft, and here's what we should have drafted: hot <laughs> pink, crimson, Honolulu blue, periwinkle, cornflower blue, coyote brown. Autumn orange, OD green, desert tan, surf blue, seafoam green, mauve, clear. A few people picked clear, by the way. Magenta, chartreuse, burgundy, army green, silver, brown, robin's egg, macaroni, marigold, purple mountain majesty, sage green, dark gray, Tiffany blue, nude, grayish, blue green, green blue, maroon, Sunset orange, pine tree green, and IGA blue was an obvious miss. Those wow. were the things that we should have drafted. Clear. Any comments? Clear is not a color. On. If the people that, that are voting think clear should be a color, then me becoming sixth place in that draft makes a whole lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> IGA blue was a misstep. If more of the IGA contingent were voting, it would have definitely been drafted. And <clears throat> it is... A great shade of blue. Sixth place. Unbelievable. If you're listening, please rate and review the podcast. The more reviews, the more people we will reach. Don't forget to check out our bonus episode that we dropped. There was no draft, but you get to know the fellas a little bit better as I peel back the curtain into the windows of their soul. Not really. I just asked their ladies a bunch of questions, and the guys had to try and match the answers. But it was a blast to so check that one out. It's called Partner Perspectives. Dropped last week. Now it's time to draft. Ooh, boom shakalaka. Before we get drafting tonight, boys, guys, ladies, gentlemen, listeners, I want to tell you about something new that I tried. So do any of you guys or listeners have any trouble focusing? Do you lack creativity in your job or personal lives? Do you need a little pick-me-up in the morning? Now, you guys know I never drink coffee, but I do feel a bit sluggish sometimes walking into a room of third graders. I discovered a new product called Magic Mind. It's the world's first productivity shot. So it's a little shot. It's a two-ounce shot of deliciousness. I'm telling you, it's great. I've been drinking it for about a week now, and I'm just so dialed in at work. It's amazing. I'm less stressed. I'm calm, and I'm focused. The best part might be that I even have a little more patience with my students, That I and that's something that I need. So some of the ingredients are it's got matcha, which is a natural caffeine, ashwagandha, which has reduced stress in people for over 8,000 years, so natural remedy, 
lion's mane mushrooms, which are the fluffiest mushrooms around. And this helps reduce stress and supports cognition. With all those great ingredients, there's many more. But my favorite that I want to mention is the cordyceps mushroom. And you're probably thinking about why, why would I pick that? But anyone familiar with this mushroom? Yeah. J-Cat knows. So unless you've been living under a rock or you're just whack, Rob, for not having HBO Max, Cordyceps is the fungus that causes the world to go bonkers in the amazing video game slash TV show, The Last of Us. Uh, while this mushroom doesn't turn you into a clicker or a bloater, it does strengthen your immune system. So uh, among among many other benefits. But don't take it from me. J-Cat, what do you think of Magic Mind? I love it. I think it's an absolutely fantastic product. And the thing I like about it is like you don't have to use it in the morning if you don't want to, right? I drink a cup of coffee in the morning. I'm usually good to go, but there is a point in the day when like I'll start procrastinating because I'm kind of crashing. My energy level's kind of down, you know? And um, since I've kind of taken that, like I'll take that like, you know, in the afternoon, probably about like, you know, two or three o'clock in the afternoon, right at the end of the day. And I'll crank that bad boy down and it's like, it's like a breath of fresh air. It's like, all right, cool. Now I can finish my day, get some things done, get ready for tomorrow and then uh, go home and, and face the gremlins, AKA my children uh, and everything and, and get them rolling. So, um, I mean, I like it um, for that aspect. Uh, the more, the more I used it, uh, the better the experience was. It's definitely a good idea to like, definitely, you know, allow it to work its magic, so to speak. Right. It's like you get a little bit in you a little bit more, a little bit more, and then all of a sudden you're feeling great. Right. Uh, the other thing I really like about it is the flavor. Uh, it's not overly sweet. Uh, it's naturally sweetened uh, with agave. It's good for you if you're on, uh, like, say you got a crazy diet, right? Say you're on keto or whatever. It's keto friendly, right? Uh, it's gluten free, dairy free, uh, and it's nut free. So uh, very thoughtful the way they put it together. And it's in a nice little shot. It's not syrupy. It's not crazy. Great product. I love it. Man, I can't wait to, you know, to take another one tomorrow and I'll go riding into the weekend. Yeah. I mean, I, Magic Mind, it's like one of the few companies that offer 100% money back guarantee, no questions asked. So there's really no risk. If you don't like it, they refund you in three to four hours. Like you get a, you get a pack of 15 or a pack of 30. It comes either way. Uh, check it out. If you go to magicmind.com, it has all the information. But when you're ready, and I know you will be ready to order if you go to www.magicmind.com slash or backslash life, you can save up to 56% off if you subscribe. And remember, if you don't like it, just get a refund. Try it out. You can also use the special mm -hmm. code. Here it is. Life20. L-I-F-E 20 for Life's a Draft and get extra 20% off. So you, if you subscribe, you get 56% off and then you can get an extra 20% off. It's what's not to like. Right. This week's draft is the best villains. So Shine, fresh off coming in sixth place in the colors draft, you get first pick <laughs> in the villains draft. Shine, Bill, you pick, Bill Lambier. We talked about with ourselves, we've already drafted horror movie characters, so they are perfectly fine with drafting, but we're going to try to stand, uh, try to stay away from a team of all horror movie characters so um it's up to you if you want to do that but so the listeners know check out that episode what was that episode 30 something something in season four? 35 season 35. four episode <laughs> five all right 
Mm. That was a good one. So check that one out. And uh, you may have some crossover here or may not. See where it goes. So Shine, who is the ultimate villain? I'd say the ultimate villain is a deranged and chaotic criminal mastermind known for his striking appearance. Typically has chalk white skin, bright green hair, and a permanent sinister grin carved onto his face, known yeah. as the Joker. Yeah, that's Nicole that's Jokic. Overall, yeah. worthy. in general or specific, I mean, no one's going to take any other variation. But is there one that you like better than the others? I don't know as much as the different variations as you guys do, but obviously the one. Um, Heath Ledger. Give him a second. Yes, 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 yes. He's going to get there. He's going to get there, Jacob. Yes. He's by far the best one. I mean, I've heard he's by far the best one. And he killed it, in my opinion. But I don't, I don't have, I haven't watched every single Batman, so. I I, I like the Heath Ledger. Uh, I think he's, he did great. I do enjoy Mark Hamill's uh, voicing of the Joker. Um, I really do. so I don't know. It's a uh, it's a intriguing character, and uh, we've been lucky to see it portrayed uh, many different ways over the like the last what seven to eight years with all the different you know iterations of the Joker that you're seeing in different formats. So it's cool. My favorite villain for sure. Do you have a Joker tat? Shine. Does anybody have the Joker tat? Too? I do actually. <laughs> no, but Eric had purple Converse <laughs> Joker editions. In True. like fifth grade, those were fire too. You, you don't have them, them now. Grade. It was no, but I had them like ten <laughs> years ago too. It must be a different pair. It must have been a different pair. Ha 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 ha! All on the one side, like yeah, it's sweet. Joker rules. All right, Bomar, second pick. So, so this is a no-brainer for number two. If you heard this during the movie or during any series, and it wasn't like he he didn't have to talk. All you had to do is hear him breathe. And I'm going to have to go with Darth Vader. I just thought he was just an awesome villain. I don't know. I mean, you guys probably know more than I do about it, but he was the ultimate villain. He had power. You know, he could just grab people. Like, the Force. the Not the Force, but you know what I'm saying. The, the Force. It is the Force. The Force. The Force. The force. Is it the force? Yeah. yeah. Just the dark side not of the it. Force. Not the Luke, feeling. I'm your father. Never says that. That, that yes. could have been the worst Darth Vader person I've ever heard. Yeah, that's, that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> Lucas, I'm your dad. Quoting <laughs> a line he doesn't say. It's no. Luke. The end of Rogue One. True. Yes. He, with a lightsaber mm. ignites, yeah. I, and they're trying to get the Death Star plans out of that ship. They're My toast. Man. They're toast. Yeah. You know why he's the most feared person in in the galaxy. He's just uh, a shark. And yeah. Most through. How do you think David Prowse felt when they replaced all his like voice work with James Earl Jones? Like you see that crusty old white head when he gets this mask taken off and it's just like, eh, we're not going to use you anymore. Mm -hmm. The original dialogue is hilarious because it's like yeah. an old British dude. He's like, "What are the plans to the ship?" Like, it, it just doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't. You're a traitor and a part of the Rebel Alliance. 
It just doesn't. <laughs> it just doesn't ring the same as James Earl Jones. All right, good pick, Bomar. Those are definitely top two worthy. Jcat, I don't. Number three. There's two I want to go with here for this because I think they're both worthy of this spot. Um, it's just it's hard to kind of uh, differentiate because I don't know if you guys are thinking kind of in the same capacity as I, but uh, this might come as a, a surprise, but I think this, um, this character embodies just, uh, just a perfect villainous attitude and a, a sinister, cold, uh, just cruel thought process of wanting to destroy every, you know, uh, thing it believes to be under it. Uh, that is agent Smith from the matrix. He's like a computer virus. He replicates himself to infect everybody. That's his strength. Uh, he's looking to, you know, eliminate um, Neo and and the rest of the uh, of the folks. And just his progression and character arc through those movies is just amazing. I think he's a he's a perfect villain in that cold calculating. That's not like over-the-top evil, but you can just tell, like, he is an evil, evil entity. And uh, so I enjoyed him. And I believe he uh, deserves to be a first-round draft pick. The punk, like, he's just there yeah. to ruin Neo's, like, yeah. existence, essentially. Mr. Anderson. Yeah, he's so slow-talking, yeah, yeah slow delivery. It's a good pick. I mean, the first movie, obviously, is sweet. The mm -hmm. subsequent sequels, not so much. Good pick, Jacob. Agent Smith, Hugo Weaving. Mm -hmm. Also, was an evil uh, elf. He didn't want to help nobody. Who, Elrond? Yeah. I'll say evil elf. Didn't trust the world of men. Yeah. Well, then again, <laughs> it's neither do I. Air. So. It's Sildor <laughs> didn't throw it in, in the fires of Mount Doom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back we're to Birdo. So I had three top-tier picks only, Joker and Darth Vader and this next one, so I'm glad J-Cat didn't pick it. This character, in addition to just being like indestructible physically, he was set on wiping out half of the world's population with the snap of his fingers. And while some Aww. people may say, uh, they, they kind of like, you can... At sometimes you might catch yourself saying, I kind of agree with them. And then you're like, wait a minute, what? Like, it's like, absolutely not. And that's all he wanted to do, whatever it took to kill half of Earth's population so it didn't like destroy itself. The, the galaxy. Oh, just more. Oh, it's beyond just Earth. I guess I didn't really think about that. So he wipes out half of everything because I guess he thinks he's knows better than everyone else. And uh, just pure evil. And yeah. disgusting and powerful and physically like takes 50 superheroes to even put a dent in his armor. He's a bad guy. Thanos. Yeah. He's a beast. I mean, all those movies, he was like pulling the strings behind it. So like, that's why it made like the MCU so cool. Cause we just were all tied together. So it was like one giant villain. Yeah, Superman would beat him. Not at all. He could gingerbread Superman would have beaten him. Yeah, he would have kicked that ass. All right, Catman, fifth pick. Man, that's four big ones off the board. But I know. 
you can go back to your last place if you want. This is a lot of fun. No, I'm going to go with one that's pretty well known because some of these might come back around to me. I like my place in the draft right now. So I'm going to go with got to pick a cat, right? Because I am a cat. Scar. Hmm. Oh, dang it, Rob. That was the other one I was going to do. And I was like, oh, I knew it. Knew it, knew it he knew had it. a plot Dude. to take over because he was shysty. He murdered his brother. Mm-hmm. Blamed it on the nephew. Blamed it on his nephew. Took over Pride Rock. Turned it into a wasteland. Just all for his own ambitions because he was yep. just an evil, evil person. Lion. Be prepared. Yeah. You know who he like is supposed to represent in that song is Hitler. Like, be well, prepared. Oh, well, I mean, be prepared. Is like you'll never go hungry again, and like communism, and like all the other hyenas like doing the march to Hitler. Mar- I mean, like the Nazi march. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's so like, you're you're reinforcing my pick here for first round. Yeah. Thanks, bro. I thought um, there was yeah. no way you or Eric were picking that. I'm like, that's my next pick because I'm literally looking up information on Scar right now. Well, I, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't have, but with the four that are off the board right dang. away, like, oh, it's a great pick. It's a lion. I was hoping to get, hoping to get it on the turn. Yeah. So. Scar is the worst, dude. Like I always, yeah. whenever I see him, I'm like, even in the live action one, like when he comes around and the way he treats Simba and stuff, and just the way he's pulling strings from Buck. Starabe. All right, I got back to back picks rounding out the first round. I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. We're talking villains. We're talking evil. This is the supreme spirit of evil, often represented as the ruler of hell. He is known as Beelzebub, Lucifer. You know him as Satan or the devil. I'm going to pick the devil is one of the worst villains that we can have. It's the opposite of God. He was a fallen angel, and it's just pure evil. When I think of evil or an antagonist, I'm going to go with the devil. Yep. I don't classify him as a villain. Well, literature, gonna, um, uh, movies, uh, TV do classify him as a villain. Not in Be uh, Dazzled. Yeah, I don't I <laughs> believe he belongs in this draft. Does anyone else disagree agree with me? I, a villain, I don't think he's a villain. Yeah, I, I agree he with that. He is evil. Okay. I'm not saying he's not. A, I don't think that meets the criteria for our def- what we're saying of as a villain. Trying? Thumbs up. Big Cat? Catman. I mean, if you think about it, like J-Cat said, there's books for the devil. That's the, He's a evil character. Movies, TV shows, or real life. I mean, across the so. board, like, Hades is essentially the devil. He's a villain. Hercules. Like, I mean, there's multiple <laughs> different ways and interpretations. But Mephisto, Marvel Comics devil. The devil. I'm going to go with my next pick. I'm going to go with uh, probably the exact opposite of the devil. I mean, not the exact opposite, but... I was trying, what? I'm going to go with... This got interesting real quick. I'm going to go with the... It's it's a twofer pick. I don't don't know if that's allowed, but they go together and you can't really have one without the other. These guys aren't evil. They're just up to no good. They want some riches. They um, wait for Christmas to come and they, they try to hit up all the good houses on 
that street. They wait for him to go out of town. The McAllisters, that is the house that is the big score on the street. So I would like to take Harry and Marv as my, because I love Home Alone, Home Alone 2, also New York. Uh, I'm going to take Harry and Marv. Marv Merchants and Harry Lime, full names, in the second round. So you're taking the Wet Bandits. Yeah, you can only that's, have it if you correct. put it yeah. as Wet Bandits. All right, that's what correct. Is, what about the Sticky Bandits? Yeah. Okay. I had that. I had that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that. I have a lot of like. I, I, I yeah. just didn't consider. They are villains, 100%. They're the same people. Yeah, yeah. Sticky Bandits and Wet Bandits are the same people. Yeah. Kevin's <laughs> the hero of that story. But wow. like, I just that, wow. That's a good I'm going to put Harry and Marv the blank bandits, like fill in the blank bandits. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I love that movie. Again, a little, a little lighthearted. I got some comedy villains in my on my draft list. I'm trying to mix it up a little bit, but. I'm gonna go Harry and Marv. Catman. This is just not the way I thought this draft was going. Me neither. Boy. Well, it was until Eric, until it was Eric's turn. <laughs> it was going exactly I, how I thought. This one's probably could be top three comic book villains of all time. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man's Joker, Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin. Yep. Gobby. Pop culture, cartoons, comics, movies, video games. He's the one. He's Spidey's arch nemesis for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kills Gwen Stacy. Spoilers. Just is the antagonist that just makes Peter Parker's life miserable and awful. Has a crazy cackle responsible for killing Aunt May and far from no, no way home. Yeah. Recently in the MCU. I mean, you just, just want to punch him in the face. Yeah. Green Goblin. Norman he's Osborn. awesome looking. Classic Green Goblin is sweet looking. Like he looks like a Green Goblin like, yeah. flying around on a glider. Pumpkin bombs. It's awesome. It's like peanut butter and jelly. Spidey and Green Goblin. Yeah. I need me some Hobgoblin though in the MCU. Yeah, it's a good yeah. color. I like the, yeah, I like the color uh, of Hobgoblin. That was my always my thing. Uh, you like the orange or the burnt sienna? Ah, <laughs> Macy Gray. Macy Gray reference. Oh. Uh huh. Good on Spider-Man. That's me, Spider-Man. <laughs> All right, Birdo, back to you. Scar's gone. Harry and Marv are gone. I, I thought Scar would definitely drop from me, so that was a surprise. I was looking at my Disney list, but I'll wait for that. I have two that I could pick right now, and when I look at, compare them to, I mean, one's awful, but I don't know as much about this guy his character but i mean he wreaked havoc on hogwarts i mean he's so evil that you don't even say his name so i'm not a huge harry potter fan i would harry potter i've never read harry potter either (laughs) i've never known harry potter is harry potter is is a knockoff version Um, i'm picking lord voldemort I will be willing to consider trying with sh- a trade with Shine if he would like to consider the Joker in a third round pick. I'm, I'm, I'm down, <laughs> but I'm just putting it. I know he's a big HP fan, and I know a lot of people like Harry Potter. And since he is so evil, he's just ruthless. The dark arts, dark arts. <laughs> bad stuff. Bad stuff. Oh, you're just throwing out common phrases that yep. probably <laughs> apply to Voldemort. Yep. Yeah, well, he has no nose, so that's terrible too. I can't smell anything. Snake like I will say mm-hmm. that he did not help me in the duo draft when I drafted Harry and Voldemort, but 
like because they're said, not a duo, but okay. Okay, you know, they're not always they're not specifically tied to each other no matter what throughout the books, but never yeah. a duo. Duos team up to do something together, not fight each other. Like literally, if I had all of my draft board on like a whiteboard behind me, I would just go up to it right now and just take a eraser and just go and just start over. Language. Sorry. You can be wait till you see what I see what you pick next. I'm willing to throw something out there. So no. Bobby. Bobby. I Bobby, I think pick up the piece here. Bobby, I think you're uh I, I think you got a little of a foggy mind thing going on right now. I think magic mind might help you rationalize some of these things. I think you see it a little bit clearer. I think maybe you might be a little foggy, buddy. I think we can hook you up with some magic mind. Maybe maybe you'll you, it'll be a little bit easier, you know. Maybe the maybe the light will will come to you. So uh we can hook you up, man. Talk to my man E. He's got a code I'll, and everything. Give it to me. <laughs> I definitely need it. After Eric's explanation, I definitely could use some of that stuff. <laughs> www.magicmind.com slash life backslash life life 20 for the extra discount jk i don't, back I don't to know you. if that i don't know if that pick will get me votes but i don't know it could be a gr- grotto's like harry Pitter. <laughs> yeah definitely a second round worthy pick um, if not a first round worthy pick yeah i so, just feel like our age if any if we had someone under the age of 30 in here voldemort would have been round one for sure all right, J-Cat, back to you. Who said villains have to be all, like, evil and no fun? Some can be funny, kind of over the top, you know, kind of infatuated with themselves. Uh, one of my favorite all-time villains would like to meet you on the ninth green at nine because oh, no. it's an old trick Come of the pros. Man. No way. Second. He, <laughs> he eats pieces, pieces of shit like you for breakfast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he spends more time on the beach than David has. I mean, he's <laughs> <laughs> this guy over here. <laughs> Shooter. How do you like them apples? Like, it just Shooter McGavin. And the actor whose name is escaping me right now. Um, Christopher McDonald. Yeah, there you go. Uh, absolutely owns the fact that, like, you know, people will recognize him for Shooter McGavin more so than anything else that he's ever done. And he will play into the character and do all those things. But, like, he is perfect in that role. Like when he hijacks Happy's happy place and like just goes, <laughs> the music starts playing and he, he like pops his collar and he's like, like <laughs> Yeah. And his grandma with kiss mask is like, Look at this. it's so over the top and, and just ridiculous. But man, Shooter McGavin is definitely an all time villain. I had to hit it off Frankenstein's fat foot. I cannot <laughs> believe you picked that. I round. can't believe Bobby didn't pick that for a second round pick. I never would think of him as a villain. I mean, but he is. He, he, is, he is the primary so, antagonist, man. I didn't man. say he was. I didn't think of him as a villain since he just steals Happy's grandma's house. But okay, he was on my list. I had him. On. Somebody steals my grandma's house. He's number one <laughs> villain. Of he's not my friend. He's not somebody who just stole my my grandma's house. I'm coming for blood, man. Only if your grandfather built it with his bare hands. Hands. Somebody, I would have paid. I would have paid him, but I didn't have any money. I would have. Somebody finish the next line. Just stay out of my way, or you'll pay. <laughs> Maybe we'll get on the bay. Hey, just may. Do what I say. What a pick! Second round. There's another. I don't know if that's movie. gonna bring the votes. 
I, I, I don't care. It, it, this this is a, a draft of things that I want to draft. I'm I'm no longer trying to I'm no longer trying to do the what's this what's that. We're just we're going on pure pure feeling here because I have no stress or anxiety towards anything right now. I'm feeling good. Let's just pick what no, I want. Boom. So uh, just to be clear, it's hey, why don't I just go eat some hay? Make things out of clay. Lay by the bay. I just may. What do you say? <laughs> Man, gosh, man, I wanted that so bad, Jake. Have my next pick. You made me. Gentlemen, you're welcome. Else. That was your next pick, Bummer. That was my Four. next pick. Wow. Four of you had that on your list when your draft boards. Oh yeah. No, I'm I just trying to think outside the box with this one. Mm-hmm. I think I'm trapped in the box. I can't. I struggle with this. All right, Bummer, you're up. Oh, I'm not worried about Shine. Never mind. Anyway, so the, <laughs> this guy. I'm very worried about Shine. When you watch this, these movies, this villain, specifically out of the whole series of films, um, was the most feared, I would say. His, he had immense physical strength far beyond that of human. He was able to bend steel with bare hands. He could run up to 40 miles an hour. He could shape you're taking, you're taking I'm, taking, I'm taking T-1000 Terminator. Uh-huh. Damn it, shot up the first time he got shot up and you know the first time he got shot up and just liquid mold, you know, bullet hole right there and just formed back over. You're like, what the heck am I doing? I'm Terminator 2. Yeah, that's a great movie. That movie rules. Yeah, it's still one of my all-time like favorites. I'm definitely never I've I've never seen it. I've never seen seen it. Well, I'm not surprised, Bobby, but it could be the greatest sequel of all time. It is. It's, that that is that is definitely a, a valid comment. I saw the sequel before I saw the original. I didn't I didn't care what was going on. You don't even need to. Have see you it. seen Major yeah. League Two though? Super <laughs> <laughs> good. I think we all know the best guest actor in that movie or cameo is Danny Cooksey, uh, aka Bobby Budnick as Bud Bundy, Bobby Budnick as. Eddie Furlong's best friend. Mm. Yeah, rules. Nah, man, I don't know where he's at. Go pick Bomar. That's again. I don't know if that's one. You know, we have a lot of female listeners. I don't know if they know T two is, but that was on my list too. It's worth the pick. Shine back to back picks. I'm going me on both of these picks, and I don't care. I'll, I'll pick first next week too. I'm. I gotta go with my. Oh man, he might be one of my, if not my favorite villain of all time. Charismatic but ruthless, leader of a group known as the Saviors, known for his brutal methods, including the use of a barbed wire covered baseball bat named Lucille. None other than Mr. Negan. Yes. And I think yes. he's my favorite because man, I don't I don't want to be a spoiler, but you start to really come around and like that guy. And Towards the oh, end, man. towards yeah. the end, like unless you're, you're Maggie, like, you're, like, you're like questioning your like self. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how do I like this dude after I just saw what I saw three seasons ago? How is that even possible? He's super but, charismatic and smart and funny, man. It's nuts, and he's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Like, yeah. ah, yeah. yeah, come on now, unbelievable, dying. The way you just—I don't watch that show. It gives me nightmares. 
But what season are you on in Game of Thrones? I know you're very late to the game. Season, I think I'm on season five now. Right. You see a similarities to a character in that show that you hate that you end up liking? Yes. All right. Yep. It's coming around for sure. I need to get back onto that show. I took a break. And then my third round pick. Again, going me. And here I'm going to do my Halloween pick. Masked, seemingly indestructible serial killer known for his eerie and emotionless demeanor. White, featureless mask. Murdered his sister on Halloween night. None other than Mr. Michael Myers. First horror movie villain comes off the board. The mm-hmm. pick. Jay Shine, have you seen the, the new trilogy? Have you seen any of them? Yes, two of them. So you didn't see the last one? No. You should. It's it's very just divisive. I had People like a plan in or they like it because of like there's like a twist and there's like a like a wrench they throw in there. So like it's, uh, I didn't mind it, but because I mean, how many times can you see the same thing over and over? Yeah. Again? So mm-hmm. if you haven't seen Halloween Ends, um, I don't, I don't mind what they did, but the movies themselves see, aren't great. But I hate what they did with like Jason and Freddy, just constant like reboots almost. Yeah. But Michael Myers, I think, is always been Halloween movies. I think are better than the others. Freddy scared me. As a kid, I hated him. Pop quiz, Shine. Which Halloween movie, there's only one, doesn't have Michael Myers in it? Seriously? Yeah. yeah. Two. It's like, that is incorrect. I thought Jake had tried to help me out. Three. I was. Yeah. Season of the Witch. Yeah. No, I, sorry. If, if, I, yeah, I no. saw him going down, J-Cat, and I think your one fell. Oh, oh yeah, head. that's how I did Sorry, it's my fault. I was trying to give you the three, brother. I really was. I wasn't trying to sabotage you. <laughs> so that yeah, was the one with the masks, shine. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver so, Shamrocks. Yeah, creep. They, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they used like, to creep me out when I was a kid. Yeah. Tried yeah. to make it like a horror anthology. Like they were going to like do a different Halloween thing every year. But for some reason, they tried it with the third movie. Bizarre. And then they went back to Michael Myers because it, it bombed. But it, it bombed. Like, yeah. People like people love that movie. It's it's pretty weird. Cult yeah, classic. Like yeah. Mind, yeah. Mind control kind of thing. Masks, but yeah. All right, Bomar, back to you. I know this guy's not going to make it past Rob two times, so I'm going to I'm going to pick this guy. This is possibly I think the the Terminator Two is probably the best sequel, one of the best sequels ever. But this is the best sequel of a sequel sequel, and I'm going to have to go with uh this guy. He could uh punch two thousand psi. Per punch, he's 6'5", 261 pounds. Growing up, I don't know if you guys remember, but, you know, we had, like, those drills for, like, bomb raids and stuff. Like, in school, you have to, like, hide underneath the desk or go against the wall and stuff. And it was, like, the Cold War stuff. Like, we were always, like, kind of feared the Russians when we were little. So, I'm going to have to go with Drago. I'm picking him for my third-round pick. Ivan Drago. Thank you for clarifying the first name. I wasn't sure if you were um, the son. <laughs> How he's on my list. How pump was when they were fighting, and, and then the whole crowd switches to Rocky. The whole all the Soviet Union soldiers are switching to Rocky, 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 <laughs> Rocky Four. The end of Rocky Four. If that Dude. doesn't get you hyped, you have no heart. If you That's are not hyped, 
You're not I human. I tried to watch it with Owen once. Like it was on TV, just that fight, and he like had wanted no parts of it. Just couldn't care less. And I was like, Well, if you, you don't know who see, he is, no easy way out. The yeah, you didn't show the montage in the beginning. Would have. Someone said one. Someone said I think it was Kyle Brandt or somebody on maybe like rewatchables. He was like, Rocky Four is a big music video. It's just a bunch of montages, and I was like. Kind of like blue because it's it's really it's really all it is. There's like three music videos, three big like montages, and then there's like a little bit of dialogue in between. And I was like, wow, he's he's right. It's probably why I like it so much. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Pick one more. All right, back to you, J Cat. People might know uh, this was the most famous line delivered in a psychological thriller. The character was either insane or the most intelligent person ever but he had a little bit of a problem and (laughs) he uttered this one time i ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice kian hannibal lecter specifically anthony hopkins as hannibal lecter creepy just like you kind of just you don't know what's going on in there and it's off-putting, but he plays it so well and the mind games and, and, and just everything. It's just, uh, it's an eerie, wonderful performance that just like grabs you. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Hannibal Lecter. He made Ray Liotta eat his own brains. Yeah. Like, it's, so that's <laughs> the good, that, that was the thing about Silence of the Lambs. Like he wasn't even the villain in that movie. Like, <clears throat> buffalo bill was so yeah they, they just went to him he was like a side character but yeah red dragon hannibal he became a villain that was the only movie only horror movie to win best picture until a couple years mm-hmm. ago when get out won. the mo- sounds the- one best pictures at the end of the movie where jody foster is like in the house with buffalo bill bob with the night vision goggles yeah, mm-hmm. like if you feel as if you're there, like you just don't know what's going to happen, and you're like, she's done, she's either done, or like, I don't know. That that is so intense. That scene, uh, I think they filmed it with her, like in the dark, like so she Oof. wouldn't, like, you know, I mean, like genuine reactions. Yeah, the moths awesome. flying around. Oh, gives me the creeps. J Cat, I have two picks lined up. That was one. But some quotes pulled up. So when you started talking about it, I don't feel bad that this one fell to me because mm-hmm. I doubt this is on anyone else's third round pick list. But this dude let some power get to his head. And he thought he was above the law. He took a prison and turned it into a hellish nightmare. He even had his own prisoners making money for him illegally. And I like to think the last thing that went through his head, other than that bullet, was to wonder how Andy Dufresne ever got the best mm-hmm. of him. Yeah, Warden Norton from Shawshank Redemption. I should have, I should have led with this. When he knew that Andy was innocent, he immediately had the only person that could testify murdered. Yeah, just to keep his own schemes going. When he sees that Andy's gone. What, he just vanished like a fire in the wind, whatever he says. And when he knows that the alarm goes off and he's and he knows he's done, look on his face. He's crashing down for Warden Norton. Villain, straight villainous. 
Bobby, that's funny because guess who I had as my third round pick? I had two people. Guess who they were? Hannibal Lecter and Warden Norton. Dang, we want to say that, page, Jake. That's wild, man. That's because you know yeah, I love me some Shawshank, baby. Yeah, me too. I watched I, it recently with Lydia a couple so months ago. It was good. It's, it's still good. Yeah, I haven't seen it's it in a while. Crazy. Brooks was here. There's so many things throughout the movie's love long, it. Oh. It starts off with him being introduced, and then you like Andy, and then you introduce mm-hmm. the other the, the the young guy that and all that, and then you have to help him get out of jail. Like, there's so much that happens in that movie. San Juantaneo, baby. <laughs> Let's go. When when they see each other, Andy's on the boat and Red's walking up, man. And, and, and he, like, he's, Andy's just sanding, sanding the boat and he looks off. At, at, man, it's just, that's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. It, that, Actually, that whole monologue was great by Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman. What's he, what, what's he say? I don't think uh, I'll probably roadblocks for an old crook like me. Old crook like me. Well, the second time in my life. <laughs> I committed a felony. I doubt I kicked uh, up any fuss. <laughs> All right, Camion, back to you. Kind of surprised this guy's still sitting here. It's the master of magnetism, the nemesis of the X Men, <laughs> Eric Lenscher, Magneto. Not Magneto, Magneto. Definitely on the list, Catman. Yeah, I agree. Movie Magneto rules, even like Michael Fassbender. Both versions. Both yes, both we, versions. I think Fassbender as young Magneto is great. Cool. In nineteen ninety, in the comics, Fatal Attractions, Wolverine catches Magneto slipping, cuts Ooh. him across the stomach, and then Magneto loses his kind of like loses it a little bit, and he rips Wolverine's adamantium skeleton, rips it from his bones. Yeah. It's heinous. Right. Professor X went back to back comic, Kevin. Mind wiping him at that moment. But um, yeah, Magneto, one of the probably top five bad guys in the Marvel Universe, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's what's on my list. That's what I got left after these picks. Everyone's been hitting, it's been like shore bombs all night with villain picks. So that's kind of where I got what I got left here. I still have a lot, but. um. Yeah, I'm going to go with Magneto because kind of like what J-Cat said, I'm picking my faves, not what might may or may not get picks. All right, my next pick is a man who is definitely a villain. He tries to ruin things for a town because of all the money he has. He is able to do that. He has one of the most popular catchphrases. Here's some of the things that he has done to his town. He tried to murder Grandpa and Bart. He tried to block out the sun. He wanted to get rid of the sun. He tried to seduce Marge, villain. He tried to turn Bart against his own family. He stole a trillion-dollar bill. And he stole the Simpsons puppies just to make a vest. And he sang a lovely song about it. See my vest. But I'm going to go with Charles Montgomery Burns. That is an excellent pick in the third round. Bobo. See my vest (laughs) made from real gorilla chest. See this sweater. There's no better than authentic Irish setter. Grizzly bear underwear. That is it. 
See my best song? Look it up. Mr. Burns. It's funny because I didn't have a lot of, I had a lot of heavy hitters, but I had some left that I just want to take because they're a little different and everybody might not be thinking that way. I feel like I have to have a horror movie villain though. Just, just to, just to have one. So I'm torn. Do I take that? Do I take one that's well known in the fourth round? See, that was my thought of why I took it in the third because I figured fourth round would be this one right here and I would be left with nothing that I would want. Yeah. Shiny, you look gonna... so small right now. I am. I lost a lot of weight. <laughs> no, nah, that camera has to be out in the driveway for your head to be that small. <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technology is a beautiful thing. Yes, it is, sir. Looking at my team, trying to decipher how do I want to go. These other two probably aren't well known, but they're just total a holes, like the worst characters. I I have a feeling one's on Bobby's list for sure. I right, I'm gonna go. I recently watched all these movies. They're not necessarily good. Uh, this guy scared me when I was younger. Just because he can get you in your dreams. He's corny. He's funny. Some of his kills are pretty sweet, though. Uh, he's got one-liners that are for days. But give me the guy with the glove, the burnt murderer, Freddy Krueger, in the fourth bro, round. Bro, take a look at your team right now. Stacked. Just look Stacked. At if I did the same thing I did with the colors and just put a picture of your characters in, in a row... It's the most <laughs> potluck mix mashed team. What for me? All Look comic at. book characters. What do you mean? It's great villains. It's a diversity, son. And I'm bonds, but you got to diversify. So damn three that I really want in this for last round. So I think one might get picked. But we'll go back to Catman. Fourth rounder. Catman's got all cartoon slash animated characters. Is he going to go live action? Is he going to go real life? It's at the top of my list. It's it's top three for me. Well, initially when I was making my list, but I don't know if I want to go there because I feel like it's kind of against the spirit of what we're doing here, but I'm going to mm. do it just because of what, what Eric threw out there. Um, and I don't know if it'll come back around because I'm kind of surprised it hasn't been picked yet. This character made everyone terrified of going near the water. Uh. Oh, mm -hmm. oh my gosh. Bruce the shark. Jaws. Yeah, Bruce. Jaws, baby. It's a villain. I mean, he. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. There is no argument there. And it kind of, I mean, on the flip side of that, the Jaws movies kind of vilified sharks, I feel like. Yeah. Undeservingly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're just out trying to live their life. You know what I mean? It's just not sharking, their fault. They're, they're apex predators, you know. Um, trying to live their life. Prehistoric, like just, just live. murder fish. But yeah, honestly, Jaws, Bruce the Shark had to. I can't believe he's still sitting there, but I feel like it's because we all kind of pivoted a little bit away from horror stuff. I think this has been our most creative draft, maybe ever. Oh, I got some great honorable mentions for sure. Mm -hmm. Because it's, yeah. but I just, I got it. If I'm doing top five, like. Good pick, come in. Birdo? I, I, don't know what to do. This pick will definitely come back to me in the fifth round, so I'm going to leave it. I'm just throwing a dart at my list, and I have about four left that I would go with, but I'm going to pick this detestable human being. 
who kills her own husband. She will do whatever it takes, whatever mm. it takes to rise to the top. And even when she's there, she's a miserable, conniving, evil, plotting queen, Cersei yeah. Lannister. I was going to pick Jeffrey Barat Baratheon. Yeah. But he's all, but she created him. So that just tells you how bad she is. Joffrey, sorry. Um so Cersei is I don't think there's a redeeming quality in her. I mean, I can't think of a time where you're kind of like, oh yeah, we 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 want to see her succeed. And then when she is publicly shamed that walking down the streets without a stitch of clothing on, shame, (laughs) bing, shame, throwing everything at her. She finally got her comeuppance and uh, awful, just awful, villainous, evil. I told you, bro. That's that's one of the ones I wanted to pick. Really? I was like, I, Bobby's, if anyone Bobby's going to pick it, yep, that's exactly who I had. I don't She's know if worst. anyone will get any votes at all. Like, I don't know if that would do anything, but she deserves Man. to be on. But my team is vile. She is bad. Vile weed. Rob, you drafting broccoli? No, I love broccoli. It's delicious. Vile weed. Oh. Oh, true. Yes, it is. But it's delicious vile weed. I had beef and broccoli for dinner tonight. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Broccoli too, actually. Damn, little right green there. tea, Chinese. Shout out. Ming tree. All right, J-Cat. Back to you. <laughs> little Sarku Japan. Fourth round action. Sarku. That's a first round pick in my book. <laughs> Qua PC. Nirku. <laughs> So I'm going to go to the MCU for this villain. Might not be who you would uh, expect to be, but I'm going to go with a young man who is a native of Wakanda, but never got to live that real Wakanda life. Was reintroduced to the country of Wakanda in stunning fashion. Just Eric Killmonger, a.k.a. the Golden Jaguar. Like, as a villain goes, like, he's got swag. Like, he's a very swaggy villain, right? But you can get down with his thought process and how he's going to take back what was taken from him. He's going to make his way the way because he learned that. Yeah, it's just just a very intricate uh, villain, really cool. Um, you find yourself kind of rooting for him and parts of it because you can get behind some of the things that he says i uh, just think he is an awesome uh underrated villain uh in the uh, lexicon of movies i mean just bury me in the ocean with my ancestors that jumped from the ships because they knew death was better than bondage he's grimy man michael J- michael b jordan just rules like he's just yeah he does rough. Yeah. like yeah he just wants what wants what's his but is this your king is this yeah. your king yeah, exactly. Like, my man came in and he kicked the doors down. Like it wasn't, you know, like he didn't sneak <laughs> his way anywhere. He was like, "Yeah, Rob check Willis. this out." Hey, what's up, Auntie? <laughs> True. Time my father Panther claws in his chest. What's up, Angela Bassett? All right, Bromar. <laughs> Stoic. I don't know if many people are going to know who this guy is. This daddy. He played such a good role in this movie. And you expect that these are the people that were in control or in command during this World War II, the Nazis, 
would be like this guy. He was a ruthless SS colonel during World War II. He was referred as the Jew Hunter. And as you might imagine, the monologuer, like her, like that, he is very successful at locating the Jewish people in hiding. Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards, yes, yes. He played such a great role in that. Yeah, he was, ugh, he was chilling, man. Like, yeah. Dude, that's a, I had that on my, I don't think mm-hmm. I was going to pick him, but he, Christoph Waltz was unbelievable. The first scene in that movie yeah. is incredibly long, but it's so tense. Like, you're just tense on edge the whole time. He's just so chill about what he's about to do. Yeah, man, it's, it's a good movie. That's so, a good character. He switches yeah. languages. Hans so Landa. That, yeah. yeah. You're, I agree that he, he's a great villain. And I saw him on a lot of lists, like ranked very high on a lot of lists. But I didn't see the guy from Schindler's List on any list. And I think yeah, I he was, I didn't yeah. see him at all. I did. He's but isn't that, so is that, that's factual though, right? I, is Schindler's, yeah. Is that based on true people? So maybe that's like why it wasn't, Hans Land is a fictional character. So I think I just saw him. Hold on. I think he's on this list right here. He might not be. I did. Oh, uh, yeah. He's number 29. Aiming Aim golf. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think of the scene where uh, I doubt no anyone's picking him, where he just gets out of bed, like rolls over to his balcony and just like shoots a couple people. Like just like yeah. snipes them. For, I'm like, you're like, what? <laughs> That's wild. He was a, that was a true guy, right? Jake Catwin, now it's one of his favorite movies. Yes, that's uh, that is probably one of the most historically accurate movies you're going to see in terms of the b- depiction of folks, uh, the characters, and things of that nature. Talking about Wild Thing, Ricky Vaughn, right? Woo! Wild Thing, real character. <laughs> It'll make your heart sing. Fine. The Trogs, right? Good pick, Bomar Shine. Your last two picks. All right. All but sealing your fate. <laughs> Here I go. Villains draft. I didn't watch a whole lot of eighties movies, but I did watch this one. I think this is a good a good pick for the fourth round. Thick headed, crude, obnoxious, bully, takes pleasure in tormenting others, particularly the film's protagonist, Marty McFly. I'm taking Biff Tannen. Damn you! You were picking him yeah. next to that? That was going to be my last one, dude. Wow. Are you taking all variations of Biff, or are you taking just 1955, I was 1985 like, Biff Tannen? I actually yeah. didn't know there was all their variations, but I was wondering, I was hoping I could just take Biff Tannen. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Call it that. Just to be clear, you're not specifying Mad Dog Tannen, who was <laughs> shot in the back over a matter of $80. <laughs> ZZ Tom. (laughs) And then to wrap up this draft for myself, I would yellow belly turd beside myself. I believe if I didn't take the leader of the Foot Clan, no, none other as Shredder. I'm surprised he lasted as long. Me too. There was another one that I liked that I was kind of thinking Shredder was going to go and then I was going to take the other one, but uh, I'll take Shredder. Oh, that's round. definitely J-Cat's fifth round pick. Okay. 
What? I would I would assume so. I can't believe him or Rob haven't picked him yet, but yeah. We'll what did he say his name was? All right, good job. Oh. Good pick. Good pick, Sean. Bomar, rounding it out with you. I'm trying to get more information on this guy, but clear's not a color. So this guy's <laughs> abuse and death threats. The type of villain he is, he's a wrathful businessman. I'm gonna have to go with Les Grossman of Tropic Thunder. Dude, at the end of the movie, I didn't know. Like, I'm pretty good at like basically knowing who everybody is. I did not know that was Tom Cruise at the end of that movie until the end. Unbelievable you know, villain, though. But he is. What is he? Like what a is villain. He like it's his type bad, of villain. I don't, but what? Like why? I don't, okay. All right. I don't business, care, but businessman. A wrathful businessman. So he's trying to make that dollar, and now he's a bad guy. All right, Les Grossman, Bomar. Uh, listen, listen. You're, you're lucky you have Vader on your team. Actually, your team's pretty good, minus that pick. Yeah. <laughs> I would take that one. He's, he's at least recognizably it is. All right, Jay Cat, rounding out your team. Uh, I'm waffling between two just straight up me picks. Like, and I don't care because the fifth rounder doesn't, nobody looks at the fifth round pick because apparently yeah. that's just, yeah. So. I got to do it, man. There's a banger out there that hasn't been picked yet. No, nah, this this is just straight for me, man. <laughs> this is it's a good knife, Mr. Burton. David Lopan from Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> <laughs> David. <laughs> David Lo- Lopan is amazing. It's up the girl with the green eyes. <laughs> like, oh, you were not put here to get it, Mr. Burton. <laughs> Mao Yin. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. David Lopan's my dude. Um, obviously, I'm a huge Kurt Russell fan. Uh, you know that. Uh, just Jack Burton is, you know, love him. But David Lopan is one of the best villains just because, you know, at that movie, the way he plays the character, uh, it's just, it's great. So that's my fifth round pick. People, if you don't know who Lopan is, I feel bad for you. I feel like our what we should have drafted list is going to be like miles long or a yeah. lot of repeat characters, but it's going to yeah. be a lot. It's going to be a lot. We definitely went a little different on this one, but Birdo, three more picks yeah. left. So Maybe. I was going to pick Rob. what you just referred to, JCat and, and Rob picking, but when I think of the word villain, I, I don't think a, a bad guy, like just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. Like a Ralph. So I don't know if like every bad guy is a villain. This my fifth round pick will probably shock you, bro, especially bro, because I do like these movies. I've only seen them once. But this character throughout the entire series of these movies, like my other last three picks, has zero redeeming qualities. And all he does is continue to win and have the upper hand. No matter how much you want this guy to fail, he's evil. He he makes he's a president who makes his own people fight to the death yearly. President Snow from the Hunger Games movies is a straight villain. He knows everything that's happening. He kills anyone that tries to like revolt, like you know, lead an uprising. And his whole he's always five steps ahead. 
and he's he's a murderous villain and it's all about power money corruption okay. he's terrible man power, respect well, no. You said all he all he do is, and I was gonna say win, win, win. You went win, win, and I was like, what? I know, but it, it, it made sense. Yeah, uh, I, but you can't stand him. Like you, okay. Look at my team: Cersei, Warden, uh, Norton, and this guy. From the second you meet these people, you can't stand them, and they're in hours worth of you know footage, and you just hate them more and more and more because they're terrible villains. That's what I think of when I think of a villain, not just a bad guy like Zangief. Despicable. Villain, a character whose evil actions or motives are important to the plot. So evil actions or have sinister motives, basically. It's a broad definition. We yeah, I, don't love, broad I don't know if Harry and Marv have sinister plots other than robbing uh, VCRs. Yeah. Oh, wow. Antagonists. They're trying to kill Kevin. They're trying to, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you try waking up on, uh, you know, Christmas break and not be able to watch Angels with Filthy Souls on VHS because they stole it. <laughs> and they're also breaking into people's houses and flooding them. Yeah. I'd yeah. be so I, mad. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, like they hang them up on the door and they're gonna put the little nails under his yeah. fingernails and see how you f- think it feels. Yeah, the Harry Marv rule. Snakes. I don't know snakes. Um, thanks, thanks. Oh. Best line in the movie. All right, Catman, your pick and my pick. What you got? This one's pretty massive. A little bit outside the box. I feel like no one really thought about it. Um, it was top seven for me when I was just thinking off the top of my head, villains. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. Yeah. The Wicked Witch yeah. of the West. You're trying to get yeah. the votes. You're trying to get the votes. <laughs> no, she's a classic villain. Yeah. yeah. Classic cinema, yep. Wizard of Oz. Like, that. Mm-hmm. I'm melting, I'm melting. Like, people talk about it. It's, it's, cl- it's classic. Green she's face. Right there on the list, man. Stick, she's an evil horde with her. The flying monkeys. Flying monkeys. Like, oh. come on. She's cool. Wicked Witch is cool. Yeah, that's a good pick, Kevin. That's a big fifth rounder. Two big ones in that last two rounds. Wizard of Oz is a scary movie, right? No. I was gonna say, like my my one grandmother only had like a handful of VHS movies at her house, and we go over there every Mm -hmm. Sunday for dinner. And there was like a lot of times there wasn't much on TV Sunday night, but like every. My brother and sister always wanted to watch The Wizard of Oz, and I, I kind of like grew to hate it a little bit, like the movie, because I've seen it so much. But that, the Wicked Witch of the West is like quintessential movie pop culture villain, like for sure. I'm gonna go for honorable mention for this guy because he's just the the worst. But I'm gonna go. I learned that this movie brings a lot of votes. I didn't think it would in one of the drafts. It's my top three favorite movies. I'm gonna go with. A trio or a family that they're not that bad. They really just want to find the treasure that the kids are after. Good old Ma Fratelli and the Fratellis from the Goonies. I love that movie. (laughs) The restaurant serves water and tongue. It's you know they chain they chain sloth up in the uh, the basement. Give do give them some baby roots. Maybe. Chunky's a baby Ruth, but they give him some like beef stew on like a plate. 
and uh, you know, you're gonna live with me. Oh, man. I like get emotional during that scene. Like I actually <laughs> teared up one of the last times I watched it. Like when Chunk's like, "You're gonna live with me now." He's like so genuine, and he's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his ear like flops, like it's un it's unbelievable. Then I like see him and I'm like, ah, but it's like heartfelt and like yeah, man. Yeah. But then you then you get the Morgan go. Freeman voiceover. <laughs> Sloth did in fact not come to live with Chunk because they took <laughs> <laughs> Sloth away. Like yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like as kids, it was great, but now you realize that wasn't happening. Like, you know. I don't know, man. Chunk's parents are pretty cool, but I <laughs> yeah, man. When the man, that movie, that movie rules. When, when they okay. realize he's like, no sign, no, no pen, no sign. Mouth takes the pen out of the guy's hand and like draws on the guy's like front of his shirt, like his jacket with it. He's like, ah, like for some, just to be like a, like a turd. Like it's hilarious. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the Fratellis from the Goonies. So love that movie. How, how many people you got on your team? Like twelve. Yeah, yeah. Went, went a little uh, outside the box here. It said a team of villains. Never yeah. said team of villain. Loophole. I'm gonna start. Uh, if you guys had like pushback on it, I have other picks, but I could pick mm-hmm. Ma for Telly. She's like the leader. The other guys don't really matter. But I'm gonna go. Uh, honorable mentions. I was gonna go seriously like Bobby pick, but I'm gonna go with Homelander from the Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I oh, just want to yeah. smash his yeah. face in. He's the absolute worst, and you like can't do anything about it. He's just so smug. That guy, man. Oh. Uh, so Homelander. I'm gonna go Doctor Evil from <laughs> he was on Austin Powers. Just because I, I don't know. He's just funny, like rules. And hot liquid magma. <laughs> Is it too much to ask for freaking sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their freaking heads? <laughs> And I, I know you guys don't need some of these other ones. I'm gonna go with Bowser from Mario. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario rules. Bowser's just kind of like the guy who stirs the pot. He's got all his Koopalings. So See, good thing I didn't Grant, draft Bowser and his Koopalings. <laughs> Grant wanted me to pick Bowser. I'm like, I don't know. He's a bad guy, but is he a villain? He's the main. That's, yeah. You just he's, he's a evil bad motives. guy and villain are the same thing. I don't know, Rob. You saw what Gans Gans Zangief said. What about Wreck It Ralph? Just. <laughs> Just because you're a bad guy, I mean, he's your bad guy. <laughs> kidnaps Peach at any moment. He tries to ruin the Mario Brothers' lives and terrorize the Mushroom Kingdom. So I yeah, yeah. Cameron, these were like kind of like my outside the box ones. Judge Smales <laughs> from Caddyshack. <laughs> Bushwick gambling at Bushwick is legal. I never slice. Um, <laughs> man, I got I got some good ones here. Donnie Lawrence from the Karate Kid. Williams out Yeah. Oh man, I still I know like with Cobra Kai, he's kind of redeemed himself a little bit, but in the first one, just want it the quintessential like '80s bully like D bag. You know what I mean? And then Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Yeah, knew that was coming. Oh, the first, the first Die Hard, great villain, almost too likable. Um, they had to like make him worse because in the initial test screenings of the movie, people like were cheering for him at one point, which I I can't understand. But um, yeah, eighties, the Asian Dawn, the Asian Dawn. <laughs> I read about them in Time Magazine. 
All right, my honorable mentions. No one would know who this guy is by name, but Yokai Robert Callahan, the the villain in Big Hero Six, the one that kills Hero's brother and basically is going to destroy everything to get his daughter back. That's a villain, and he uses he steals Hero's invention, the microbots, to use it against him. I, I almost picked him in the first round, but I just knew that would no one would know who he is. He's a great villain. Syndrome from The Incredibles, even though he's kind of a, a goof, he kills a lot of superheroes. And Mr. Incredibles is one of the last on his list. So he's a murdering villain as well. And I'm going to mention Alonzo Harris from Training Day. Ah. I saw that in the Never theater. I saw that movie in the theater and I was like, yo, like how corrupt he was. Like, he ended up like letting that that like that raid go on his boy. Like he was like so corrupt, man. And gangster you know, son. And he's when he watch that. It's good, it man. Once. I don't remember. I remember when he left the gang to kill him. When he left the gang to kill Ethan Hawk, and uh he's like when he Ethan Hawk realizes it, he's like, Oh no. And they're like putting him in the bathroom. Uh two homes, <laughs> two homes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a famous mark johnson whenever he gets two pair he yells two hair home two pair homes you lied to me right you now. lied to me and then <laughs> what's he say king kong oh click 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 click, click. <laughs> yeah he's bad but he's a bad dude jcat this guy is truly frightening and just an absolute machine this uh Movie, uh, No Country for Old Men, but Anton ah. Chigurh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dude, that guy is just, he, he's killing people with that thing they do the, the horses with or the cows with and stuff. Man, like, it's just. He's like an air compressor with a bearing ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, it's he, but he is just emotionless. He is just, oh, he's just a machine and he scares me. I'm not going to lie. So. JK, can I say something about them? Yeah. I, I think about that a lot. Like, if you found a bag of money mm-hmm. and, like, you have to know that maybe you're getting hunted down. I don't, do we know why uh, he he knew he was being hunted? Like, Josh Brolin knew, like, he was coming after him. Either way, like, what do you do? <laughs> you're not, are you going to leave it there? Are you going to take it, go to the cops? Like, that, I think about uh, that. Like, Steve, guess, Steve Miller told us to take the money and run. So that's what I was going to do. <laughs> but I'm not running home. Uh, I'll send Amy anonymous amounts of money from an undisclosed location on New Howard Island. You take the money and run, man, and you get as far away as you can. You throw as much cash as whoever you can to get the heck out of this country with your money and just roll. So that's what I would do. I, I do. like That movie is really like, ugh. So slow, like a slow burn. They got what else? Solid play. I would be remiss if I did not mention Rupert Mannion uh, from Ted Lasso. Oh, he's a canoe, and I would fight him. He would actually be someone I would probably draft in the people I want to punch draft just because of how well he plays the character. (laughs) Because I think the guy is probably just like this. So. That's that. My last is uh, Roger Goodell, because everyone loves to think this guy is a villain, 
But if you think about it, he's doing great for the game of football. Look how rabid we are about this, right? And this is all Goodell's magic, masterful plan, right? He He's not this person that we think he is. He just understands what he is. He's the battering ram for all the owners, this whole league. He's making this league billions of dollars. He's making a fat freaking check, right? People don't like how he is. He leans into it. He's smug. He loves the booze and all that stuff. And he might be evil to the core, but he is smart. He's calculating, and he's got us all watching on Sundays, right? Omar? So can I pick? Can I can I switch my uh, fifth round pick for this guy? No, that's, that's against a, the rules, man. No, that's, a, you didn't, uh, that's the regret pick. Right. When I pick yeah, Britney I'm Spears in the Christmas music, this guy, I just thought it's a, it's a comedy. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Yep, he was Mike Goodman list. from Dodgeball. He's that just was a better like, pick he's than like your a, last pick for sure. I should have picked them. Yeah, but that's all right. So yeah, him, the predator, the predator. I, Man, he's a bad alien. And then um, Jack Torrance from The Shining. Alien. He's a bad alien. alien. Shut, Shut your, your mouth. mouth. <laughs> Rest in peace, Richard Roundtree. The original portrayer of uh, Shaft has uh, passed away. So, moment of silence for my man. All right, Shine, you started this off. Here I am. Right, time to end it. You've been picking groups of villains. All night, my group of villains is none other than the Monstars. Like next it. one, hit them high, hit them high. The critters, the crates oh, from hit critters. Low, hit them low, hit them low. That's why Stills was on your draft board. Well, he's on my on this list right here. He was gonna be my third. Thanks for ruining it, Bomar. Chris Stiltz will be my second runner-up. Honorable mention, <laughs> and then third. I hope this guy never actually chokes on his gum, but I kind of do. Mr. Pete Carroll. <laughs> These are just people you don't like. They're not villains. They're villains in my mind, Bobby. They're villains. <laughs> They're villains in my mind. Good point, bro. At this point, we should point out that the biggest villain out there right now is uh, one uh, Jim Harbaugh, because he likes to steal signals via illegal means. So, Dilt, uh, yeah. if you're listening, and I'm laughing. Is- Coming to a team near you. Ghost party. I- I'll take this time to mention that I made a terrible joke that wasn't even funny last time at Dilt's expense on the last podcast. <laughs> Dilt, we love you, Dilt. Uh, I kid, I kid. All right, before we get to the listener questions, it's time for another trip to the Corner Cafe. This better be the Wawa pizza. Bam, 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 bam. J-Cat, what do you got for us? Wawa pizza is terrible. Don't even bother with it. <laughs> it's overpriced. It's stupid. So That's just uh, it's so yeah. it's not stupid. Super, super, overpriced or super, dis- super disappointing. Mark. So this isn't the corner cafe what I'm gonna talk about, but yeah, super disappointing. It's not bad. Like, you know, like, you know, if I was, you know, coming home and I maybe had a few beverages and Amy was like, You want something? Let's get a Wawa pizza. I'd get it. It'd be good. We're good. And you threw up in two counties on the way down to Sussex County? All three, baby, because I'm an yes. overachiever. Um, no, but no, the best thing I've had since the last pod 
got to be that shrimp salad from Lydia's Grab and Crow Bistro. Nice. I'm not going to lie to you. People, when I tell you it was a religious experience having that freaking uh, shrimp salad, here's the reason, Ryan. A lot of people overly like sauce their shrimp salad. It, it's too mayo-y. Whatever too base mayo-y. you're going to use. Yeah, it's it's this was like velvet, right? So the just the the sauce and the coating itself was just light, wonderful uh, taste of Old Bay. Shout out Eric Croce loves that Old Bay. Hence a little garlic, a little citrus in there, right? Very smooth. And then we get to the thinly sliced celery, right? The worst thing about chicken salad, shrimp salad, tuna salads, or whatever, when people give you a brick of celery that's like a Lego block, right? That is the worst. So this is just the it's just it's it's thick enough to give you that texture and that crunch that you want, but it's thin enough to like not like overpower the senses in your mind, right? Because when you're crunching down on something and it's too crunchy, you go to a different place, right? And then we're going to get to the star of the show. Some big fat. They might have been U571s. I don't know if they were. But they were big ass shrimp, right? And they were perfectly cooked. I'm talking about you bite into them. They're a little bit firm. And then there's that give. And it's just it's perfectly cooked shrimp, right? And it's mixed together. It's been sitting there for, you know less than eight hours when you walk in there that morning and get it and those flavors have already married into something like that i got the big tub tub people it's it's better than the jelly belly jelly beans that thing went forever i was taking spoons full of it like you wouldn't believe uh my wife maybe got like a wrap out of it when i tell you it's the best i've ever had it's the Brett Man Hitman heart of this. Like, it's just unreal. So, people, get you over to the bistro, man, because that thing was legit. Yeah, Lydia's Bal- Grab and Go Bistro. Check it out. Baltimore Ave. Go with Pete. Sea Witch. Sea Witch Festival coming up. Man. Should be busy. Mm. Lots of parade goers. All right. Thanks, JCap. Before we wrap up, we're going to do some listener questions. Kind of do a couple quick ones, then. Not, not too long tonight, so we're going to wrap this up for you. Number one, from Chris Conley, a.k.a. Egg Shen, to answer the previous question from last episode, the question was, why is Chris Conley so sexy? He says, I tend to believe that my genetics have a lot to do with why I am so sexy. Then he asks, have you guys thought about doing video clips or funny moments for your, for your socials? And yeah, we have thought about that. We talked about doing a TikTok, but we're going to try to do more videos or posts on Instagram. So I need these guys to kind of spearhead that, send them to me, whatever they think, and I will post them and we will try to go from there. So I think a lot of people enjoyed our (laughs) Bobby, Johnny (laughs) discussion at TJ Maxx. Um, Shout out TJ Maxx, not the Robith one. It's pretty terrible. Uh, I wouldn't go back, but (laughs) it was funny. We were debating a certain thing. So look for that on our Instagram page. Actually, it was probably a story, so you probably can't find it anymore. But either way, that's probably what stemmed that question. So, yeah, we have thought about it, and we're going to look to doing something like that. Next question, next comment. Keith W. asks, when is Keith coming back on as a guest? That guy is awesome. 
<laughs> I, I do want to give a shout out to former guests, possibly future guests, and officially a future father, Keith White, in a few months or so. So shout out Keith. So congrats, Keith, from the Life's a Draft Q crew. <laughs> Exciting news. Life's a Draft onesie coming your way. Yep. Got to get it. It's and this have like a little crap flap in the back. Like this isn't uh, Keith. Aren't you too, Keith? Aren't you too old to have babies? His wife <laughs> is probably having it and is expecting as well. <laughs> Shout congrats out to the wife family. Yeah. Not to be Shine. confused with Chris. Yeah, congrats, Keith. Congrats. His... Yeah, all in good fun. All right. First real question: Who had, or really, what was your most epic child's? Halloween costume. So when you were a kid, or maybe even your kid, who had the best, most epic costume? Anyone in particular like to start? I have one in mind that on the ground, you gotta remember this is 30 plus years ago. <laughs> remember, I was dressed as Mario. And this was before like Mario was Mario. Like he wasn't as popular as he is now. With red suspenders, a blue shirt, I had like a pillow stuffed in my shirt and a mustache and i remember my mom like loved that costume and it was good and that was she was salty when i didn't win this costume contest because mine was definitely better than whoever won and we do have a picture of it somewhere it's a sweet costume before there were store-bought marios yeah nice Nice. speaking of costume contest i i couldn't think of one for me, I was we were either a hobo or a mummy or Dracula, like every other year. So I'm going to go with my son. When he was one, he went as Marty McFly and I went as Doc. And it was just sweet because it's two of my favorite characters. And he had like a little mini cardboard hoverboard and a puffy vest. And back when there was Movie Stop, which is like an offshoot of GameStop, they had a con- a costume contest on their Facebook page and he submitted pages that people voted and Owen ended up winning, uh, got like a $25 gift card to movie stop or something, but it was kind of cool. Felt, felt cool that he won. So like little one-year-old Marty McFly while I was doc, that was my favorite, probably most epic Halloween costume. But to be fair, I don't know why I didn't think about this, but when I was captain Spalding hands down was by far the best costume contest costume that I was ever a part of. Um, man, you may call me spooky Uncle Sam, but Captain Spaulding from the Rob Zombie trilogy, House of a Thousand Corpses trilogy. So that, that was awesome. Bro, I got should... a ton of pic. I got a ton of pictures from that night. Yeah, yeah. Any so of I... them. we should. We got. I have them. We should find pictures of us when we were kids and post them as like in reference to this episode. Yeah, send me them. Yeah, for sure. Bomar, what about you? I saw you thinking. I mean, the only. The only thing I can really think of um, back in the Redskins jersey, you know, like little touch helmet. No, no, no. You know, back in the 80s, like uh, karate and like ninja and all that stuff was pretty popular. So, yeah. So, ninja. Dude, ninja. Man, I remember that. He's running around with like big ninja stars, you know, throwing them. True. Dude, I thought it was awesome. True. Shine, what about you? I had a giant green dinosaur costume. That thing was like huge, hard to walk in. Everyone stomped on my tail. It was it was cool <laughs> for about five minutes, and then I was over it when everyone started to to mess with me in it and tripping and falling and yeah. But 
I thought I was pretty cool for about five minutes with my big giant green dinosaur costume. Did somebody make it or was it store bought? It wasn't like an inflatable one, right? <laughs> was it like wasn't now. inflatable? It was it was like stuff <laughs> like a like a shine. One question. Like How did you get your head to fit in there? Hold on. Shine did not always have a large head. That that grew like in adulthood. As a kid, he had a peanut it head. Spun. It's like that Barry Bonds. It's fun. <laughs> Barry Bonds head. BB. I don't know. I think it was a zipper. I don't think my I think I had a hood. Well, it was Jason's big. head's always been big. We ain't talking about Bobby. His head's He's always been big. We need to find a picture that Omar. Not to see your size of your head, but to for the for the for the socials. Oh, the yeah. dinosaur was definitely elastic. I mean, his head did have to fit in there. It was. It was, it was, there was it no zipper. It was like a uh, like a sweatshirt material. It was warm, you know, back that in the day when it was actually cold on Halloween. Jcat, how about you? I'm gonna give you a three parter here. As a kid, uh, most epic thing uh, I ever got to be was uh, Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles. You know those cheap like turtle costumes you could get or whatever, and you got the bandana. Or the you know the eye holes in there, and you got you know that was great. Up uh, because prior to that, I was always this lame ass clown. That's probably why I'm scared of clowns. Um, is because I didn't have any face paint or anything like that. It was just, like homemade ass costume, and for like three consecutive years, I had to um wear that, and that was weird. Uh, this is probably why I don't like cl- uh, clowns uh, now because after that point, I saw killer clowns in outer space, and it just ruined it for me. As a dad, the best thing we ever did uh, was, and this was when Keaton's technically part of this because he was in uh, his mommy's tummy, uh, and you can see that in the picture. But we went as Amy was Lieutenant Einhorn, I was Dan Marino, and Rowan (laughs) was uh, the Insane Asylum version of Ace Ventura. Uh, the pictures are so freaking cute. I did her hair up. Just, I mean, it was perfect. She was the best little ace ever. And then for me, uh, best costume I've ever done is six or seven years ago. My buddy Kurt, Kevin, and I went as the Trailer Park Boys. Um, you can see the pictures on Facebook. Uh, I was Ricky. Uh, Kevin was uh, Bubbles, and Kurt was Julian. And it we friggin' nailed it. It was awesome. So maybe I'll throw that up on the Instagram page for you guys to see uh, just what my most epic one was. Nice. Yeah, man. I never had, like, great costumes. I don't think anyone did. Like, there was a couple of years I was a clown. But it was like, oh, you're the Joker. Like, no, my I don't look like the Joker. Like, don't try to make, don't try and, you know, church this up. Set I'm up a clown. There, I'm not the Joker. Don't make it cool. But uh, I sent a picture of me and my, my little brother was Batman one year and I was Two-Face. I don't have really many pictures of Halloweens for some reason. Um, Solid, but, uh, Pretty yeah, creepy, so, too. That film yeah. costs money, boy. I know. Shoot. Yeah. Um, so that's nice. one that like I remember like being... And it was supposed to be like, animated. I, I would assume Batman animated series Two-Face. That's why it's like white. Yeah. Because that was like probably the most recent one. But, um, but yeah. Did anyone on this podcast ever have the Halloween costumes that were like the plastic mask that came with like the smock of the oh, character? Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, mm-hmm. that's terrible. Like you, you were a Spider-Man, but Spider-Man was on your smock. Like I never mm-hmm. understood that. Did did we, bro, were we Bucky O'Hare 
Or did yeah. we just see the Bucky O'Hare costume that, everywhere? That was that was Dusty Snowbird. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shout out Snowbird. Where did you guys go trick or treating? Angola, boy. They had hay rides there, man. J-Cat, where did you go trick or treating? So we always went around Tall Pines, um, like the main section. And then we'd go out like uh, like across uh, Route 9 over to those houses over there. And then we would come back and go to the MB section later on in the night because they were always the bikers there who were drunk. So they'd give you like tons of uh, candy bars and stuff like that. Like we hit them early, but just go over there early and then come back way at the end of the night. And they would basically give you all their candy bars. So we kept it pretty local. We weren't getting rides anywhere. We were having to hoof it. So Joseph rode back down and let's roll around. Because <laughs> like we Hills Edge, we there wasn't too many houses that were like lit up usually. And then like Sweetbriar was like sketchy because there were so many. Um, like back then, it was like a big tourist area. Like half the houses were left empty in the wintertime. So mm-hmm. we would go over to where my other grandmother lived, over by Red Mill. Yeah. Um, and we got the nice candy over there. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what, high dollar stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> what year were you? How old were you when you learned that a pillowcase was the best way to transport the candy <laughs> instead of a bag? That's the only thing I ever had. Uh, when that pillowcase came in play, it was like triple the pumpkin pail for the first yeah. three years. So good. No, it, always, it was always a pillowcase. Nice. Uh, my kids have never had a pillowcase. You know what? It might be time this year for them to have a pillowcase. It's it is time. It, yeah, you need to experience what I experienced every time I went to trick or treat. Jay Cat, you unfold it like to yeah. <laughs> smells like Febreze. <laughs> All right, question number two. Imagine that you have synesthesia. What do you think your color choices would taste like from the colors draft? Now, synesthesia shine is when your brain routes sensory information through multiple senses, causing you to experience more than one sense simultaneously? This is an actual question. Some examples include tasting words or linking colors to numbers or letters. Look back at your color team. How do you think it would taste? I think mine would taste like since I got sixth place. (laughs) It looked like too. Shine is in the red. He's ready to shut her down, boy. When you look at, when you, I think black too. So, you know, when you looked at that, Jason, when you looked at that color chart that Bobby put together, it was like yours. Was super, yeah, yours was super dark compared to everybody else's. Well, I, I went red and gold for the 49ers, and then I was like, well, let me add yellow or no, let me, let me add black. Maybe I'll get some Pittsburgh fans up in here. And then I went, you know, straight to last place. So, yeah, mine would taste like poop. Mm. I feel like my team would be pretty delicious. Uh, the Carolina blue, they would be like sweet. Purple would be like hearty, like a, like a stew. It would, uh, mint green would obviously be minty. Coral would be light, light and airy, and and the manatee would just it would just be savory, like savory little like manatee flavoring. So if, if that that's how I'm I'm rolling with that answer. Synesthesia. Shout out. Uh, Aunt Randy, for that question. Mine looks like I, mine just reminds me of Easter because my last three are all pa- like pastel, pink, yellow, and purple. So it's like a, this reminds me of the Easter candy, is what I'd say. Easter M Ms. Yeah. 
Ah, I need or to go those, in. Or those, what are those things that are like the little almond candy Robin's almond eggs? things? No, not Whoppers? Easter. No, like they're at like restaurants that like you can take them out with a spoon. Oh, uh, in bridesmaids when like she eats like the mint? something almonds. Julia, uh, not joy almonds. <laughs> I think my <laughs> whole team. I think my. What whole are team, they called? All right, I'm looking it up. My whole team would represent a loaded potato. That's what I'm talking about. Loaded potato, light, fluffy, with some savory baconish, like sour cream in it. Heck yeah! That's what you got, bud? The white you drafted white. That's your sour cream. Guy blue. Guy blue would be the what? The knife? I don't know. Just part of the potato. Potato. I'm just kidding. Bacon would be like the highlighter orange type thing. You got the sour cream. You know, I'd be part of the white and the blue. What else was? What else did I pick in there? Well, when you saw your team lined up when I made it, you literally picked the Eagles and Dolphins. You know that, right? Yeah. Turquoise. Yeah, you picked teal or aqua or something. Aqua and green is what I picked. Catman, flavors of your team? I don't even know how to answer that question. Like high C, Um, like just flashing fruit punch. (laughs) I do need to go to Nike and make a custom set of Air Maxes with my colors, though. I'm going to do that. I think I'll do that later. Wolf gray, orange, blue. They'd probably be like New York Knicks, except for that green. <laughs> New York Knicks colors. Jcat Kelly Green is going to taste like a cheesesteak. It'd be from your favorite spot, whether it's Delisandros, Gino's, Pats. You you bite that Kelly Green. That's a cheesesteak. Yeah, baby. That rose gold is going to taste like a strawberry banana brunch cupcake. Did you get one of the fancy joints up there? So that's what that's going to taste like. Um, lemon yellow. There's going to be a fresh plastic pitcher of country time lemonade in the summertime when you're like 10 years old and it's the single greatest thing you've ever tasted in your life. You didn't realize that Wilford Brimley is going to visit you later with diabetes and all that good stuff. Uh, navy blue is going to taste like the, finding, the finest fighting force the nation has ever seen. Uh, go Navy, beat Army. Uh, and burnt sienna is going to taste like Miller Lite, bad vocals, and cocaine. Burnt sienna. All right. <laughs> there you have it. Synesthesia. Check it out. And our last question, it's more like a trivia question. So you guys are going to have no idea, but whoever gets closest wins this round. How many oh. raccoons are roadkill each year? How many? So, what is the annual? It actually says each week, but I went ahead and rounded up to each year. So, how many raccoons yeah. are killed roadkill each year? In the starting with Delaware in the United Delaware? States in the world. In the United States, I just does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked it. We answer it. Shine, put your phone oh, down. No, I'm how doing raccoons? calculations here. I'm doing my calculations. Okay, uh, Omar, what do you got? I'll say. 20,363. Oh, you're not even remotely close. So I would just go way. I know who actually asked this question. In the millions, Bo. Yeah, it was Finn. It's in the millions. All right, my answer. We just gave it away, man. I got three guests. You can guess. You can guess. That's why we picked in the millions. I was. Go ahead, ahead, Bo. Pick a number in the millions. 20 million. 20 million. Shine. 10,950,000. 10,950,000. Almost 11, but just shy under 11 million. All, remember, for, closest without going over. Bro? Eight and a half million dead raccoons a year. Worldwide. 
worldwide. Catman? 3.6. Jcat? 9.6 million trash pandas. Uh, according to Wikipedia, so who knows if it's accurate, uh, about 15 million raccoons. Wow. wow. Shine skirts in there uh, for <laughs> reference. million raccoons. <laughs> 41 million squirrels, 26 million cats, 19 million opossums, and about 6 million dogs, according to Wikipedia. Wow, 26 million cats? That's what it said. I, who knows? A lot of roadkill, man. What the hell? <laughs> so Bob, Rest Rest in peace. Stop, man. How many deer are hit a year? I don't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> it's a good question, though. Twelve. So if we divided um, fifteen million divided by fifty-two weeks, that would answer uh, technically answer Finn's question of how many roadkill each week for raccoons. Well. Before we wrap it up, just a reminder that if you'd like to try Magic Mind, the link will be at the bottom of the voting page and in the episode description. Use a special code LIFE20 to get an extra discount. If you subscribe, you get a big discount too. Closing thoughts on the episode, Catman. What are you thinking? Villains? Bad guys? Spooks? Spectres? Ghosts? Class 5 for you, Roman Vapors? <laughs> uh, no, it's a good draft. Um, well, not a good draft. It was a bad draft. <laughs> no, hopefully it's good and it's fun to listen over Halloween. One more. Man, I think this is a good draft. I think I have the strongest team other than Les Grossman. Let's just switch with uh, White Goldman. Um, if you have a question, how many deer do you think are killed by a card, Eric, every year in the U.S.? Uh, 55 million. 2.1 million. I thought it would be more than all the other ones. Well, I don't play the games, so I make the games. Shine. I said it earlier. I think this is like our most creative draft. Not like the subject or what we were drafting, but how we all kind of went in various directions. It wasn't exactly what I would have thought of when I first was thinking villains, my list. And you can see how my list kind of developed from the ones that right off the top of my head and then as I was kind of making it I was like wait let's expand this way and then that way but yeah fun we could probably do it again and pick a whole different team without picking ones that we just did Jcat this was fun my list was insanely long so I had a, a hard time kind of putting things into tears um, and then I kind of at the last minute kind of just made a uh a little list of things that I wanted to be on my team. Um, Cause this one was for me. Um, I spent the majority of my life only identifying with the heroes and cartoons and movies and stuff like that. And as I got older, I started to maybe not admire some of the villains, but start to understand some of their thought processes and realize how good the development of the character was or the depth that they explored. So villains is, I won't say new, but it is newer than always wanting to, you know, kind of root for the good guy, right? Uh, some of your villainous performances are some of the best things, uh, whether it be uh, literary, you know, short format, television, uh, movies, whatever you want to be. So uh, this was a good one. I don't know how well my team will do, and I'm okay with that uh, because I like it. It's a it, it's a solid roster. I'll win the map with that. The tank is in. Trust J- Jake has tanking tanking for Tua. Birdo. When I look at my team, 
I think I hands down win the award for the most deaths. Like my team, be straight, killing fools. My team's straight evil. Every one of my team is bad. We're getting close to the end of season six. I need some more podium finishes. I got to ride this wave. I need a first. I need a second here. I need a couple strong finishes to end out the year. I was not a fan of the horror movie picks in this draft since we already covered that. Certainly not a fan of Eric's number one pick. I did not think that it's draft worthy for this draft. But I'll let it go. And I will give you my verse for this episode is Isaiah 49.13. That's going to do it for another episode of Life's a Draft, where none of our picks will be considered Mr. Irrelevant. Please subscribe and thanks for listening. Kaboom! Eric, could the nature boy take you right now? No, mm-hmm. Bo. Oh, Bo, he couldn't even lift. Oh, he couldn't even oh, lift his no. But Rob, you saw the chop that he gave Sting. I, <laughs> I, I can did. take I a chop from you. Nature Boy. <laughs> nah, man, they ring that bell. Something goes on inside of him, dude. I'm telling you, man. If you're in the squared <laughs> circle, it's over. Don't get don't on the try ground. Don't pull me into your. Don't try to pull me into your. I can beat Michael Phelps swimming thing. This is. I'm not going against a young stallion. I'm going against like a. Man, you, sh- you should see Rob, Rob's and uh, Jcat's face when I, when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> it gets you on the ground, son. You're done. Figure four. Take a figure four. I don't care how old he is. You're done. Lighten that chest up. What? If he what? gets on the ground, he ain't getting up. Lighten that chest up. <laughs>